Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today, courtesy of our friends across the pond at Boxing 247. And first one off the, the top is going to be a quick little update on Mayhem at Mosley's. After uh, I talked about it uh, yesterday or the day before, I got uh, flooded with some, uh, some emails and some comments with respect to uh, needing a bit more information. So I'm going to start off today's show a little out of the ordinary and provide you with some information about an event that's taking place down in Dedham, Massachusetts, uh, at a place called Mosley's on the Charles, uh, which will feature uh, the main event, uh, a couple of welterweights going at it, James the Slim Reaper Perella, who's 10-0 and 0 with seven knockouts, fighting out of Mansfield, Massachusetts, going toe-to-toe -to -toe against Rogue Augustine Junko, who's 10-10-1 and 1, uh, with six knockouts, fighting out of Cordoba, Argentina. So uh, let me let me just uh, cruise through these various other fights that are taking place. The co-feature is a light heavyweight out uh, featuring Tommy Kid O'Toole out of Galway, Ireland, who I've mentioned many times before, going up against Jose Abundo, uh, fighting out of Guadalajara, Mexico. In the super featherweight division, I see Alex Rivera is going toe-to-toe -to -toe against William Parra-Smith, who's out of Anchorage, Alaska. In a welterweight clash, we see Joe Farina, 7-1, four knockouts, fighting out of South Boston, Massachusetts, going up against Raheem Johnson, who's out of Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, in this special super middleweight attraction, okay, and potentially this is where I got a lot of uh, hits, James Savage Hagler Jr., who's now 2-1 with one knockout, fighting out of Atlanta, Georgia, is going up against, wait for it, Hayator Margaravita Senrat. He's out of Sao Paulo, Brazil. Uh, no, I'm not going to repeat that. He's, uh, as you know, the great-grandson uh, great uh, great of... Uh, Marvelous Marvelin Hagler. So James Savage Hagler going up against uh, Mr. Senrat of uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil. In the super lightweight contest, we see Anthony Capallo making his pro debut. He's fighting out South Boston, uh, going up against uh, Brandon Grimmett. In the middleweight division, Michael Fontanez is making his pro debut. He's out of Nashua, New Hampshire. Going, uh, oh, his uh, opponent will be announced at a later date, hopefully shortly. And in the featherweight division, uh, we're going to see Troy Anderson Jr., 4-0, with two knockouts out of Dorchester, Massachusetts, going up against Michael Gaxola out of Modesto, California. Anyway, a good card being assembled uh, by our good friends down in Denham. And uh, we look forward to those uh, results. I especially look forward to seeing uh, James Hagler's uh, result. All right, let's move along quickly to... The Toyota Arena in Ontario, California, USA, where former world super middleweight champion and top light heavyweight contender Gilberto Zerdo Ramirez, who's 43-0 with 39 knockouts, is fully focused on his May 14th opponent, German fighter Dominic Boisel, who's 32-2 with 12 knockouts. Not the winner of this week's fight between Zerdo's fellow countryman Saul Canelo Alvarez, 
and World Boxing Association super light heavyweight champ Dimitri Bivol. If Zerdo beats Bozell in their 12-round main event, uh, the reigning international boxing organization, that's the IBO, light, light heavyweight world title holder, and WBA number one rated contender, and number two ranked Ramirez, will be positioned to challenge the Alvarez Bivol winner. That's if Mr. Alvarez decides not to climb up to the heavyweight division. But he needs to get past Bozell first to force his long-sought world light heavyweight title fight against Canelo or Bivol. Zerdo versus Bozell, presented by Golden Boy Promotions in association with Zerdo Promotions and SES Boxing, will stream live and exclusively on the zone from Toyota Arena in Ontario, Ontario, California. Whatever happens, Ramirez said, I'll be ready for the winner of that fight. And he's talking about Canelo versus Bivol. Both are great fighters, but I'm ready to beat both. Now, as a sidebar, we all know that uh, Saul Canelo Alvarez has uh, stated he wouldn't mind taking on um, Alexander Yusek. Anyway, let's get back to uh, what I was talking about here. All right. Uh, I expect an all-out fight versus Bozo. This is a life-changing fight for him, so I'm prepared for anything he throws at me. My team has been getting ready, and I have full confidence I will be the victor come fight night. Ramirez has several advantages over Bozil. Higher quality experience, the fact that Bozil has never fought outside of Europe, his hometown advantage with the fight in his adopted home, and his Mexican fans coming out in force. I'm the best in the world and will always have the advantage, Ramirez added. But I still can't take him lightly. He's talking about Bozil. He's a long-time pro who knows how to take advantage of the moment. It's convenient for me, fighting in the L.A. area, but at the end of the day, it's a fight. To me, it doesn't matter if it's held in Zurich, Frankfurt, Tokyo, or Mexico. I can fight anywhere. I don't worry about the other fights in Southern California the same day. For example, Charles uh, versus Castano, which takes place in Carson, or the Kovalev-Pulev match in Inglewood. I'm just focused on my fight. And I know that come fight night, my fans and all my Mexican people will be with me. All right. There we go. All the news fit the print, courtesy of Gilberto Ramirez. On another front, though, uh, taking place in New York Hall, we see that Brad Foster will challenge for the vacant WBC International Super Bantamweight title against the dangerous Inut Baluto at York Hall, Friday, May 20th, live on BT Sport. Former British... Commonwealth and IBF international bantamweight champ Foster from Litchfield makes his return to the ring following his disputed defeat to Jason Cunningham in Birmingham back in October. And he takes on the highly rated Romanian, the former WBO European champion who fights out of Spain. Bidding to get back on the title track, Foster, who's 14-1-2 with five knockouts, who became one of the youngest outright British champions when he defeated James Beach Jr. back in July of 2020, having previously overcome Josh Whale, Ashley Lane, and Lucian Reed with his IBF international success coming against Alvaro Rodriguez in March 2021. And Paluto, by the way, 14-3, impressively, de impressively defeated Irish Stars former world champion TJ Johar Doherty and Olympian David Oliver Choice before dropping a narrow majority decision to Michael Conlon last time out in April 2021. 
Also in championship action on that night will be Liverpool Super Bantamweight Andrew Kane, making a first defense of his WBC international silver title against durable Mexican Luis Marino. Kane, who's 9-0 with eight knockouts, won his belt with an explosive first-round stoppage over Pablo Ariel Gomez in Telford in mid-April and is quickly back in business after the fight was stopped with the official time of just 19 seconds. Wow. Moreno, who's 10-2 with six knockouts, has previously fought on the shores, and that would be the English shores, with the Monterey man suffering a points loss to Dennis McCann in March last year. That would be Dennis the Menace McCann, who we've also featured on Knuckle Up previously. Having reversed that loss last time out, Galito, which translates as cocky, will be hoping for a better result in the second bout outside of his native country. Liverpool middleweight James Hennigan, who's 6-0, is back in London with a 23-year-old having his third fight at York Hall. Two first cousins feature on the card on another special night for the Frankham uh, fighting family, super featherweight Charles, who's 5-0, and welterweight Josh, who's also 5-0, will continue their progression in the professional ranks. Future super bantamweight star Aiden Muhammad, who's 4-0 from Bockhurst Hill, will have his fifth professional assignment on the card alongside Bexley welterweight Mickey Burke Jr., who's 5-0, and Beckham lightweight Muhammad Bilal Ali, 4-1, with one knockout, by the way. Recent Frank Warren signing, Raven Chapman, go ladies, 2-0, will have her first fight under the Queensbury promotional banner when she takes on unbeaten Italian Nadia Flahi, who's 3-0 with one knockout uh, over six rounds at featherweight division. Sean Noakes will make his professional, that was Sam, anyway, Sean Noakes will make his professional, it was his brother, Sean Noakes will make his professional debut at the famous East London venue with the Maidstone man, older brother of lightweight Sam, fighting at welterweight over four rounds. Quote, I'm very much looking forward to seeing Brad Foster get himself back in the ring, uh, although he won't have an easy night's work against the Inuk Balutu, who has proved his credentials on several occasions against fancied opposition, said promoter Frank Warren. Good stuff, and I would like to see the results uh, from that heavy-duty card. Elsewhere, we're going to zip back across the pond over to the Hulu Theater at Madison Square Garden, taking place on the 18th of June. Arthur Bretabiov is going up against Joe Smith Jr. Three belts and light heavyweight supremacy will be at stake when WBC IBF world champion Arthur Bretabiov meets WBO champion Joe Smith Jr. in a highly anticipated unification showdown Saturday, June 18th at the Hulu Theater at Madison Square Garden in New York City. But Abiev, boxing's only world champion with a 100% knockout rate, hopes to pick up another strap against Cinderella Man Smith, a Long Island native who grew up about 70 miles from Madison Square Garden. In the 10-rounder in the featherweight division, co-featured two-time Cuban Olympic gold medalist Robisi Eltren Ramirez will battle the unbeaten Abraham L. Supernova. Better be of Smith and Ramirez Noah will be broadcast live on ESPN, ESPN Deportes, and ESPN Plus. That's a 7 p.m. start Pacific time, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Um, Better be of 
versus Smith is one of the very best fights that can be made in boxing to huge punchers fighting at Madison Square Garden in what will be an electric atmosphere. Whoever comes out on top will be true king of the light heavyweight division, said top rank chairman Bob Arum. VC Ramirez has developed into a sensational pro, and he'll have his hands full against a tough, undefeated kid in e. Abraham Nova. The winner will be in line to fight for a featherweight world title. Fair enough. For more information, by the way, on that particular story, which does have a few more paragraphs of information, please go on to the Boxing247.com website. Right on. Elsewhere. Uh, I was also asked the other day about uh, a fighter by the name of Supreme Patty. So here we go. This chap is a, a YouTube sensation, apparently, and a TikToker of some kind of influence. Supreme Patty, whose real name is Patrick Wallace, is a 24-year-old from Daytona Beach. And he has a few boxing matches so far on his social media career. Most notably, his fight against Dan Root where he won by decision for Rough and Rowdy in 2021. On June 11th, he will take part in a huge night of boxing that will originate from the Center Stage Theater in Atlanta. And a special note to all of my fans out there, this is the fight that I told you about that will feature Avril Mathy uh, out of uh, Miami via Australia. So let's just run down the, uh, the fight list here. Let's have a quick look. Uh, the, the, the show's being promoted by Prestige Bo Boxing Advisory Group and associated with BFC, the last round promotions. Uh, features a couple of uh, mm, older boxers, shall we say. Alfredo Pero Angula, 26-8, uh, with 21 knockouts, takes on Fidel Munez, who's 40-29-1, an eight-round super middleweight bout. An undefeated welterweight, Peter Dobson, who's 15-0, out of Bronx, will fight Rodrigo Correa, who's 10-3 out of uh, Cordoba, Argentina, in a welterweight battle. Uh, in a six-rounder, popular middleweight uh, Casey K. Champ Dixon, 2-0, will fight for the WBA super middleweight youth title. And in uh, a six-round co-feature, uh, Atlanta's Quatavish. Oh, gosh, there's that name again. Quatavias Cash, 14-3, eight knockouts, takes on Jason Minda. 14-7-1 out of Salem, Massachusetts. Also seeing action, six rounds will be featherweight Jose Nevia, who's 2-0 uh, out of Woodbridge, New Jersey. Junior welterweight Patrick Harris, 19-0 with nine knockouts out of Upper Marlboro, Maryland. And also uh, the pro debut of Highland regarding two-time National Golden Glove champ, light heavyweight Abel Gonzalez. In a four-rounder heavyweight contest, uh, we'll also see Dante Williams, who's 1-0 out of Hawkinsville, Georgia. Anyway, tickets to see Avril Mathy range from $100 to $500 and can be purchased on Ticketmaster. Anyone of you guys feeling uh, generous, please feel free to buy me a ticket. Right on, next we see that reigning UBO, All-America welterweight champ Brandon the Cannon Berry returns to action on June 11th at the Scohegan Community Center in Maine, headlining against an opponent to be decided. Barry, who's 34 years old, won the UBO title in November 2020 and retained it in April of last year, will also be the promoter of the show. Former UBO international super flyweight champ Sandeep Kumar from India took his record to 9-1-1 one -on, -one 
on March 1st when he stopped fellow countryman Lucky Malag in the first round at the Virat Boxing Club in his hometown of Guarjon. Current UBO international super flyweight ruler Huzio Morales moves down to flyweight and won the WBC United States silver title on March 24th, beating local man Almolfo Salvador Rodriguez, 15-2-1, by unanimous decision over in Tijuana, Mexico, and winning his 12th straight fight, 29-year-old Morales from Houston, Texas, improved his professional record to 23-12-4. In other UBO news, uh, world bantamweight champion Patrick Luikoto, who's 15-2-2, will take part in a non-title fight on May 6 in his native Indonesia when he faces Prince Andrew Lorio uh, from the Philippines. And on May 7th, that's coming in two days. On May 7th, recently crowned UBO International Light Heavyweight Champion Giovanni El Mambo Carpantherieri, who's 30, sorry, 13, 4, and 3, with three knockouts, busy in a six rounder against Hungarian journeyman Peter Orlik, who's 24, 30, and 1, with three knockouts. And finally, Edmund Zeffi, the UBO super welterweight youth titleist, will aim to return to winning ways on June 10th in Switzerland after losing a non-title fight in Poland to Lukacs Wierbecki, 20-1 with seven knockouts at welterweight this past March. So there's a few names uh, to keep track of in the UBO organization and, uh, and their fights that are upcoming. We look forward to hearing more from them and the results of those fights. Ah, WBC champ, Jamal Charlos facing Maciek Sulecki in Houston on June 18th. This will take place at the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas. The undefeated WBC middleweight world champion, Jamal Charlo, will hold a Juneteenth celebration in his hometown for the second straight year when he steps into the ring to face tough former title challenger, Maciek Sulecki on Saturday, June 18th, live on Showtime from the Toyota Center in Houston in an event presented by Premier Boxing Champions. Uh, this telecast will uh, see undefeated top super bantamweight contender Rais Alim take on Mike Plania in a 10-rounder. It's a co-main event, plus the Derek James-trained unbeaten lightweight contender Frank Martin battles Panama's power-punching Ricardo Nunez uh, also in a 10-rounder. Charles, uh, sorry, Charlo, who's 32-0 with 22 knockouts, returns to, to fight in his hometown in Houston for the fifth time in his career, having most recently earned an entertaining unanimous decision win there over Juan Mattel last June, also shown on Showtime. The 31-year-old scored an impressive unanimous decision triumph over top middleweight contender Sergey. Derivianchenko in their September 2020 showdown and owns a 7-0 record since moving up to middleweight in 2017. A two-division world champion, Charlo also strung together an impressive run of 154 pounds, capturing the IBF title in 2015 and piling victories over champions Austin Trout, Cornelius Bundrich, and Julian Williams, whom he floored three times on his way to a memorable fifth-round knockout. He says, I'm excited to get back in the ring in front of my people in Houston and put on a great show fighting on Juneteenth weekend once again. I'm ready to handle my business and give everyone that they come out to see. Suleki's a tough fighter who's going to come in hungry 
but I'm fighting for something bigger and I won't be stopped from delivering a special performance on June 18th. So there we go, fight fans. Now, last story of the day. It's kind of a nice story, a good follow-up to uh, some of the reporting we've been doing out of Boston. Here we go. Two-time Dominican Olympian lightweight, Leonel De Los Santos, who's 6-0, five knockouts, may be settling in the Boston area to enhance his professional boxing career. In fact, he recently spent a month there preparing for his last fight, which we reported on, which resulted in a win by way of six-round decision this past March in his native Dominican Republic. Santos's manager, Ryan Roach, who lives in Boston, introduced his undefeated lightweight to trainer Alex Rivera, and that paid immediate dividends in terms of improvement. Santos, who's 26, trained at the Somerville Boxing Club under Rivera, who also trained welterweight Rashidi Ellis, who's 26-0, who Santos sparred with on several occasions, and the U.S. Olympian uh, Rashidi Ellis is Rashidi's sister. Okay, we, oh, oh, sorry, there we go. So who trains uh, Rashidi Ellis is 26-0, and, and Santos Spires several times, and U.S. Olympian Rashida Ellis is Rashidi's sister. Got it. The conditions at our training camp in Boston were very good, Santos said. I learned a lot of new things about professional boxing from Allison in just a short time, especially my defense about dodging smaller boxers. He really helped my performance in my last fight. Um, Rivera remembered for his part Lionel is a good boxer with a lot of experience he has speed and power we worked on making him more technically sound it's about hitting without being hit and he's very tall for his weight class it's you know 5'8", five, 5'9", five, with a good reach uh, we got along right away it was like we'd been working together for a long time I think he can make some noise with his amateur background he has all the tools reminds me a little of Ryan Garcia Tall and strong for his weight class. Lionel has what it takes. Right on. Uh, Santos, by the way, who has relatives living in nearby Lawrence, Massachusetts, is applying for a work visa to train with Rivera. I think training with Alex vastly improved Lionel's, bo Lionel's boxing and training. Santos's manager, Roach, added, Alex worked a lot on distance, which will lead to more power balance behind his shots. I saw big changes in Lionel's last fight. He applied the skills he learned with Alex, and I look forward to more. Well, thank you very much for joining me, boxing fans. I appreciate your time. Appreciate your patience Patience as I go through some of those names, which are kind of difficult at first glance to pronounce. Anyway, uh, remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and we'll see you later on at 4 o'clock for a knuckle up at 4 with Mike Orr and Cedric Ben. See you then.